Hello, friends, family, enemies, and transgenders. My name is Kayvon. This is not the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Emmel, or Jimmy Oprah show. You're watching The Right Show. We come on every Wednesday, just about, unless I'm on tour, and it's always at the right place at the right time. Like, if you're here watching right now, your comments can go up in the feed. I can highlight you. Make yourself heard. What I love about this show is we cover the things that the mainstream media does not let you discuss. The things that are not allowed on TV, and we all know TV ratings are going down, and yet my ratings are going brrrr. So this will be the destination for you. This is not just a podcast. It is a support group for normal people. Throughout the show, if you want to leave a tip in the bucket, if you like what we're doing, all that money goes towards advertising shows, selling out venues across the USA and Canada now, and owning the libs through the art of humor. The left says that there's no funny comedians that are moderate or on the right. They're trying to, it's kind of like saying, oh, there's no black people that can play sports. They're just, they don't have the ability to. And what we're doing is we're showing them, no, don't put everyone in a box. Don't try to put a, a broad stroke paintbrush over everybody. We're here to prove you wrong and make you look stupid. So the more tips you throw in the bucket through uh, super chats right here on YouTube or stars on Facebook, or you go to gofundme.com slash comedy or Venmo, K-V-O-N dash K-V-O-N, that money goes towards advertising the shows, filling up the theaters, proving the left wrong. Tonight, we will discuss Kanye's flips, flop. We will have a conversation about the Prime Minister of Italy, a female, who is much better than Hitlery Clinton, who compares all Trump voters to a Nazi. And finally, Biden claims the pan sketchy is over. We end all of that with a touch of stand-up comedy, and we're going to find out why some kids might need a new heart. What changed in the last year that they would need radical heart surgery? We're going to find that right now on The Right Show. Before we get started, let's kick it off with a little laughter. Have you noticed that Adam Levine looks like a Chipotle bag? This was brought to my attention. I wanted to share it with you and see if you guys agreed. Take a look at these tattoos right here. Now, this is going viral all over the media, but a TikToker pointed it out that Adam Levine, the horrible singer in the high pitch register, you know who, you know me, like if you sing every note at that level, I can't say what I want to do to you. Okay, now look at his cheesy tattoos. It looks like a little like junior high teeny bopper took the stickers off all of her notebooks and stuck them on this dweeb, okay? Because obviously, this is not a man. A man doesn't get this tattoo to remind him of anything. You know, this is pop art. There's a Hello Kitty on his shoulder. He's got a monkey there. He's got a lion. It says California. The back has a zip code. I'm sure the sign on his butt does not say do not enter. So tell me if you agree that is indeed something. All right. Now, keeping it with famous celebrities who think they can do anything, this is Kanye West's new look. First of all, he's doing the hobo chic. He's got trash and things in his beard hanging out. Take a look in there. And uh, he's always dressed for winter in the summer, dressed for summer in the winter. But this is the item of interest. The old Asian woman going to the grocery store look. Fake diamond, fake diamond, fake diamond, fake. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So these are like 14 diamonds there and uh, his socks. And just go ahead and push it through like a ninja turtle. So 
I want you to vote. Which is more ridiculous? Is it Kanye's flippers or Adam Levine's Chipotle bag body? While you're thinking of that, I want you to come to one of these tour dates. Turning Point Sacramento is proud to announce Kayvon Comedy tomorrow, the nation's biggest state, California, as far as uh, population, I believe. And obviously, we want you all to turn out to the Capitol. Uh, the next day, I'll be in Bellflower, California, doing a show at the Comedy Club, Nashville, Tennessee. There's a dry bar taping in Provo, Utah, and Huntington Beach, California. All those dates can be found on KayvonComedy.com. And take a look here. Isn't that cool? That is the comedy night. This just announced while we were on the show, coming in red hot. I have just been brought on by University of Memphis through Turning Point USA to come perform in Tennessee. So get on the phone and get your tickets right. And now we move right along. If you're watching this going, hey, is this also a podcast? Yes, it is. If you're a podcaster, you're going, sounds like he's showing things, but I'm just listening. Go to the description. There's a link there. Click it. You can watch along with everyone. To show you how interactive this is, I want you to put where are you from and what is your favorite cruise line? Put that in the comments. Here we have Caleb Shipley saying, I'm in Tennessee, not far from Nashville or Memphis. Well, I'll see you at one or the other. Similar jokes at both. Favorite cruise line. Never been on a cruise. Well, most people have never been on a cruise, actually. And you might be glad you haven't because cruises have comedians. I used to be one of the top touring cruise line comedians. Then they said you have to get four or five boosty boosts to get on the cruise. I said, I'm not getting a boosty boost to get on the cruise. Getting on the cruise means I'm already willing to get a lot of viruses because cruises are just Petri dishes that float around the sea. Everyone going to the bathroom and toilets, getting diarrhea and all that other stuff on the cruise. So what's the difference? Why do I have to inject myself five times now for the brand new, hot new ice bucket challenge virus? So with that said, they always try to bring comedians on the cruise. They tell the comedians to follow these rules, but Carnival Cruise Line, which was my favorite, said, we want you to be a real comedian. You come on our cruise, we don't give you any rules. You do whatever you would do out there on the cruise. This is a safe space for freedom of speech and comedy. Bring it hard, bring it rough, bring it raw. That's how these people want it. How cool is that? However, recently, a comedian went on stage and some of the darker white supremacists in the audience, we all know that Joe Biden says, white supremacy is the biggest problem we face in America. Well, that doesn't account for a lot of the crime and tomfoolery we're seeing, but we must assume he's right. So these were the dark white supremacists. A couple of people went to the comedy show on a carnival cruise line and got offended. They say he said the N-word multiple times, but of course they have no video footage of it up to date and they have no proof. You just have to take these dark white supremacists word for it, watch her complaint, but also watch how the crowd that night was really into the comedy. Carnival Cruise Line says, we want you to do any comedy, anytime. Do it how you would do it in the streets. We don't want to protect our audience. We want to have a great time, the natural stand-up comedy way. But these patrons felt like, hmm, we should control the freedom of speech. And the rest of the fans are not into it. Take a look. I just woke up from the craziness of last night. There are two questions that keep coming up. And the two questions are, where's the video of him actually saying the N-word? And then the second question is, what is the name of the comedian? For the first question there's no video because it's like you're not supposed to record so we weren't recording until he said it and then i was like okay um and then that's when we started recording so 
yeah and uh, as you saw the his reaction after somebody said something so um somebody was like hey can you not use that word and he didn't his response to it wasn't even great and you guys saw the video of him telling us do you remember the whole thing about if you're easily offended get the out The fact that you are clearly sensitive means you should just leave. Just leave. And then the second question is, what is the comedian's name? The comedian's name is Rob O'Reilly. That's the comedian's name. His name is Rob O'Reilly. means you should just leave. Just leave. So there you have it. Now, I am friends with Rob O'Reilly. I've known him for years. He's never said a bad word like the so-called N-word. Notice I don't even like saying that. I feel like we're all adults. We should say every word. We're all older than four. Uh, saying something like the N-word sounds like mom. Billy just said the D-word. And then he said the S-H-word. But that's where we're at now. Full-grown adults talking in code because we have to protect a certain group of people who have emotional and mental illness. Now, Rob has never said that word that I've ever seen. This woman has no video footage of it. So how are we just to believe her? We've already seen what Juicy Smollett's is willing to do to get uh, an upgrade in his movie or TV career. We've already seen what Bubba Wallace is willing to do to get new sponsors on the race car track. We've already seen what a Duke volleyball player is willing to do in order to throw BYU under the bus and make an excuse for why she lost her volleyball game. So who's not to think that a cruise passenger wouldn't lie about a white comedian just to get a couple weeks of free cruises. I mean, they will stop at nothing. So I want you to put in the comments, my viewers, do you believe a white comedian went in front of a room full of 400 cruise passengers and started shouting the N-word and they were still cheering for him? You are clearly sensitive. It means you should just leave. Just leave. <laughs> Mind you, you could hear the laughter, the cheering when he said, why don't you ladies leave if you're offended? Or do you think this is a hoax where she's pretending he said the one word thou shalt never say to ruin his career, ruin his good name, and to get free cruises for a couple weeks because she looks pretty low class. Well, we have people saying hoax. I don't buy it. She's lying. I'll have you know that just her accusation alone got Rob O'Reilly, a 20-year veteran comedian who's been on TV Conan, Letterman, all these shows. I can't remember his exact credits. The point is, it was her allegation was enough to get him fired without question. The same way the BYU at the BYU game, there was a Duke volleyball player. She was a sophomore. She lost the game. She looked really bad. And so she said the BYU students kept yelling the N-word. That's why I lost. They said, which one? She pointed out a couple. They banned those two from ever going to a BYU ever again. One of the kids, uh, he was developmentally challenged. And he was yelling, net, net, hit the ball in the net, rooting against Duke. She called that the N-word. So we have not likely, not one bit, nope, not buying it. Now, if video footage comes out and we find something different, so be it. But I don't think 400 Americans would be okay with a white guy shouting the N-word for no reason. Now, I have a funny joke in my act where I performed at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. And when I got to the school... The student said, you know, you don't have to say New Jersey Institute of Technology. I go, but that's where we are. I'm at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. The student told me, you could just say Nidget for short. You don't have to say the whole thing. Just say Nidget. And in my joke, I say, 
I don't feel comfortable saying nidget. That sounds like a bad word. Like if someone overhears, like, what do you say? Man, he said nidget. <laughs> nidget sounds even worse than the N word. If you're not listening closely, you hear nidget. You're like, that sounds like a really short black dude. Not a full size, but a nidget. <laughs> All right, let's see if you guys like that joke. Oh, the applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as you can see in that very clever joke I wrote about the New Jersey Institute of Technology, the word nidget comes up. And if some stupid dark white supremacist is trying to get a free cruise out of it, and she's had one too many, and she's going to pretend she a victim, a kanene, then she's going to tell the cruise line, he just said the N word. He needs to be fired forever. You and I know that's a lie, but she goes on to think she's the good person. And why is it she's not called a Karen? She went to a comedy show, everybody's cheering, and now she's complaining about it. I want you to take a look at what a black Karen looks like, a Canadian. I just woke up from the craziness of last night. There are two questions that keep coming up, and the two questions are, where's the video of him actually saying the N-word? And then the second question is, what is the name of the comedian? I will probably always err on the side of the comedian. The professional is a lot smarter and better than the Kanene in the crowd who's pretending to be offended to get a free cruise. But lest you be confused, let's take a look at the kind of people on Carnival Cruise Lines and maybe it was an appropriate comment. We've all heard from Joe Biden that white supremacy is the biggest problem each and every one of us face every single day. And this woman was a victim of it. Obviously, uh, her heckling had nothing to do with it, her interruptions, her inability to understand what the guy was saying because she's four daiquiris in and she has no self-awareness because her and her crew did nothing wrong the whole cruise. It's only the comedian's fault except for this group of her friends. Oh boy. So that's what's going on in the real world. So remember, every time the media hits you with the whole racist story, get on the side of Kayvon Comedy, start thinking about this with a cooler head. Maybe she's telling the truth. The chances are slim to none. And Slim just took the last horse out of town. When we come back, there's a whole lot more The Right Show right here. I just got back from Las Vegas. We have a taping coming up in Utah. Roll call, 371,000 subscribers on YouTube, 207,000 on Facebook, Instagram, hovering right around 103, moving on up. Something very interesting happened. Italy has hired its first female prime minister. Even better, she's a conservative. She is sick of the woke jokes. Europe 
is finally taking a turn to the right because of the leftist policies damaging the whole continent for far too long. I thought you should take a listen to what she says, how she says it, and it doesn't hurt to have a beautiful woman who can speak Italian, but also the content of her speech is even more important. Now, the radical left is not applauding the way they did for camel hair lips. They are not saying, wow, she's a woman. Wow, this is great. Wow, this is futuristic. They are quiet on this because the radical left, ladies, does not like you. They don't want a woman in charge. They want a leftist in charge. They will only use women who are leftist to attack the right, call them racist, sexist, bigot, Islamophobic, xenophobic, homophobics. But here we have a conservative woman and we love women like this. You can see why. Potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. A monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi, perché la famiglia è un nemico? Perché la famiglia fa così paura? C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande. Perché ci definisce, perché è la nostra identità. Perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico. Per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che, fossero, che fossimo solamente schiavi, consumatori perfetti. E allora è sotto attacco l'identità nazionale, è sotto attacco l'identità religiosa, è sotto attacco l'identità di genere, è sotto attacco l'identità familiare. Non devo potermi definire italiana, cristiana, donna, madre, no. Io devo essere cittadino X, genere X, genitore 1, genitore 2, devo essere un numero. Perché quando sarò solamente un numero, quando non avrò più un'identità, quando non avrò più radici, beh, allora sarò lo schiavo perfetto in balia della grande speculazione finanziaria, il consumatore perfetto. E questa è la ragione per la quale, questa è la ragione per la quale oggi noi facciamo tanta paura. Questa è la ragione per la quale oggi questo appuntamento fa tanta paura. Perché noi non vogliamo essere dei numeri, noi siamo qui per dire che noi non siamo dei numeri, noi difenderemo il valore della persona umana, di ogni singola persona umana, perché ognuno di noi ha un codice genetico unico e irripetibile. Whoa! We love her. We love her. Some of the comments. Makes me want the pizza. We need someone like her in the United States. This is how all the women should be. No man would complain marrying a woman like that, who would share masculine values but still remain feminine, looks beautiful, sounds beautiful, doesn't put up with the radical left. Because one of the big problems being a man and finding someone to marry or date is women tend to be on the far left. So you're like, hey, I want to raise my son to be rough and tough. No, teach him to embrace various sexualities and try on different outfits and see who he really might be. This is the problem. This is the issue. Now, I don't feel like I'm going to get that with my fan base or with that Italian uh, Mussolini, as they call her, which tongue in cheek, obviously, she is far superior to the women we have in elected office on the Democrat side. Now, you're looking at Lake, Carrie Lake. Amazing. I'm even liking, uh, who's that Democrat from Hawaii? She's pretty cool. You know, she's Tulsi Gabbard, right? Because she's not really a Democrat, but the only way to survive in Hawaii is to claim you're a Democrat. She had to do it, but it's very interesting how she'll say logical things and the left screams, yells, and hates her because the left hates logic, truth, fact. They want theory, fiction, and feelings to rule the day. Well, I'll show you one of our less intelligent female politicians who's been at it longer than the Italian prime minister. Luckily, she never rose all the way to the top. Hitler Clinton. This woman has now compared anyone that goes against her or opposes her, which is 60% of the nation or more. She claims they're Nazis. Take a look. I remember as a, as a young student 
you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. I thought, what is going on? So there is a uh, real pressure, and I think, I think it is fair to say we're in a struggle between democracy and autocracy. Blah. I like how she kicks back when she gives interviews. <laughs> Sicker than your average. Papa twist cabbage off instant. Nigga bump think shit. Big gators. Mother Trump players. Uh, Hillary Clinton. So... How did Hitler get so many people to cheer for him? Then I went to a Trump rally and I saw that too. Actually, Hillary, whenever people go see Trump, they're peaceful. They're having fun. They're having a great time. And when your fans show up, they're throwing eggs, hitting people with sticks, doing things that we saw, let's just say, during January 6th before the Trump speech ended. Remember how it was like... Everyone that likes Trump was at his speech listening to the man, but there was a bunch of people with red, white, and blue baseball helmets on, throwing eggs, hitting people, and shouting. Kind of felt like your crowd a little bit. And then, of course, when the peaceful protesters arrived later, the cops opened the barricades and in walked all the grandmas and dads and t-ball coaches. Hey, they're saying, come on in. That way you can edit the footage so the your supporters wearing red, white, and blue Trump hats could then get married to the hour later peaceful walkthrough, and then you could say, see, A to B, yay. Only people that fall for that are CNN viewers and Joe Biden. Moving right along, Joe Biden is such an idiot that actually a politician died in the place he was speaking several months ago, and he still asked, where is she? she not, she's not here today? This was major news. Everyone, especially if you're a lifelong politician, you'd know this woman died. And he said, where is she? Is she here? And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for in including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this. Jackie is dead, you idiot. It's like the time he asked the guy in a wheelchair. There's Chuck. Stand up, Chuck. Come on. Oh, God love you. He's in a chair. Jackie died, unfortunately, but maybe Joe Biden actually saw her. You remember the movie, The Sixth Sense, where the closer you get to death, you, I see dead people. Joe Biden is now communicating on that level. Now, he mumbles through a speech and he just kind of has no energy. I'll tell you, it's one long run on sentence, but he still has a time to then tell you the vaccine is worked. And Joe Biden will tell you the pandemic is over. Just ask him now. When Trump said one day the pandemic will just go away, the, the virus will basically disappear, we're not going to be talking about it. The radical left shrieked, no, it never will go away, you idiot. This was their like comfy blanket, their lucky blankie. You're not allowed to take the pandemic from them. But now Joe Biden does it. Have you seen crying and screeching in the streets? Take a look. I've spoken to uh, President Xi. They're getting it more and more under control. So... Uh... I think that's a problem that's going to go away. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Yes. And from our shores, we've, you know, it could get worse before it gets better. It could maybe go away. We'll see what happens. You have to become 
pandemic and is over. It'll go away. It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. We need a little separation until such time as this goes away. It's going to go away. It's going to go away. Pandemic and is over. We are not where we need to be if we're going to be able to, quote, live with the virus because we know we're not going to eradicate it. We only did that with one virus, which is smallpox. It will go away. You know it. You know it is going away. And it will go away. And we're going to have a great victory. Thank it's you. going to go away, hopefully, at the end of the month. And if not, it hopefully will be soon after that. But has so it is going thinking on this evolved. It is going away. Pandemic is over. I didn't say it I said it's going away. And it is going away. You were saying things like, I think it's a problem that's going to go away within Which a couple right days. About. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. It, go, it will go away. But I think what happens is it's going to go away. This is going to go away. It's going to go. It's going to leave. It's going to be gone. It's going to be eradicated. Pandemic is over. As uh, far as we're concerned, the media dictates how 40% of us think. Not us. We're here. But just know your great aunt Shirley, your uncle Larry, he gets off of a long day of work. He sits down in front of the TV. He turns on Don Lemon for four minutes and falls asleep. Whatever he hears in that four minutes is the way he views the world because he had his head deep in his paperwork, his construction work, his office manager, whatever he was doing. He doesn't have time to watch the news the way we do. Therefore, the media tells 40% of America right off the top. When Trump said the, vi the virus is going to go away, mismanagement, bad person, get him out. Your life is at risk. When Biden says it, well, we can talk to other people. We're not exactly sure, but, you know, he makes a good point. Yes, indeed. So remember, media's definition, Trump says it will go away bad. Biden says it will go away. Okay, if it helps him in the polls. Joe Biden has a big plan on how to get rid of the hurricane that's coming to Florida. Now, hearts go out to everyone in Florida because there is a real risk that if this thing touches ground, there's going to be trouble, drama. People are lacking water. There's people getting told, don't go to work today. Stay home, shelter in place. I hope everything's okay. But here is your fearless leader, the one that so-called 81 million people voted for, to give you some insight how to deal with the pending hurricane. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or a natural disaster hits. We need food, water. We need to know what kind of shelter is the best. We need to know is there certain cities that can be driven to that are safer than others. Biden, the five-time household Covifi winner, meaning he got Covifi three different times. His wife got it twice. They each have been boosty boosted eight times combined. He thinks the best solution and the number one thing you need to do to prepare for this hurricane, two years later, Go on, get vaccinated. Come on, not a joke. Let's go. Your foot hurts, get vaccinated. You're, you're, you're cutting your toenails too short and a vaccine can help. Joe Biden, my job doesn't pay enough to cover this inflation. What can I do? Get vaccinated. Have you tried that part yet? Because I'll tell you what, the experts tell you, not a joke. It works. You get in your car, low on fuel, 
Joe Biden, there's not enough gasoline. The prices are too high. I can't even start my car. Get vaccinated. Come on, man. I got the vaccine right here. I got it. You put it in. It's not that hard. You want to get through this thing? Or not? I got Joe, my eggplant doesn't stay upright. My girl's here. She's trying everything. She's even doing a little dance. She's got the perfume. She bought the new outfit. Get vaccinated. Mine hasn't worked in 40 years unless I sniff the hair of a little girl. Ah, oh, little girl, little seven-year-old girl. And then it's like you get vaccinated in each nostril. Get vaccinated. I would like you to try to give a problem the Joe Biden solution. So put in the comments, please. Write, write, my blank, 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 blank. And then I will write, Biden says, get vaccinated. I can't wait to see what problems you guys come up with. And I'll tell you what Joe Biden would say to solve that solution. Let's see what you've come up with so far. Here's one. My car, Joe, just ran out of electricity and I can't charge it. Get vaccinated. Come on, man. Joe, I'm constipated. It literally won't come out. You take the syringe and you spread you spread the butt cheeks like Jill does for me when she goes for the big wipey, and then you get vaccinated. Come on. Not a joke. Joe, my driver's side mirror got smashed. Every mirror down the street because of these thugs you let out of prison. Were they vaccinated? Come on. It's hell you not a joke. Gotta get vaccinated. You guys can play along at home. Please keep leaving comments and then just add, get vaccinated. And you will have a fun time. That is Joe Biden's solution to every problem in America. Speaking of an idiot giving bad advice to children, Joe highly recommended every single child do what? Get vaccinated now. Get vaccinated. Come on, man. Well, for the first time ever, hospitals are now running ads advising parents to bring them on into our clinic if they're having heart problems. We're going to spend a lot of money on these brand new ads to try to capture these parents and make sure they come to our facility to solve their myocarditis. Do you ever remember a commercial for children suffering from myocarditis? No, but suddenly it's gonna be a big business maker. Why is myocarditis becoming such a popular thing to try to market to parents after the year 2021 and a half? Take a look. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day, I had a stomachache so bad, I didn't want to do anything. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. Something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. Why? Why are so many children developing this rare, unique disorder? I don't know. And since I can't place it and I don't want to lose my channel, I will not even try. You will have to figure that out in the comment section. Very freaky. Very, very, very freaky. All right. One person likes kids so much he wants to inject them front and back. And that is none other than Joe Biden. If any of us acted the way Joe Biden does regularly, we'd be under investigation at the very least. Not only is he unaware that what he does is inappropriate, no one will check him, the most powerful buffoon in the world. On top of that, he keeps joking about it right in front of your face to mock you and the victims 
of his unwarranted touching. Take a look. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. (laughs) We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Any rate. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. How would you like to be one of those canenes in the back just laughing it up? That's funny. As long as you give me some free money, I'm going to laugh. Woo! You should be ashamed of yourself because we expect the women of America to not be so highly politicized. They'll fake laugh at a guy who's sniffing and touching their children. We expect them to say, uh-uh, honey, you could promise me all the welfare in the world. You'd be touching on people's kids. You're going to have to deal with canene first. And unfortunately, we don't see that from the Democrats because they put politics in front of their own morals if they have any left to begin with. When we come back, two hilarious stories you're not going to want to miss. Don't go anywhere. The COO of Beyond Meat got into a tussle, jumped out of his car, punched out the back window of a Subaru and bit the man's face he was attacking. Now, This is so funny on so many different levels, but also scary, but also funny because Beyond Meat brags that you don't need to eat meat anymore. You can eat something that almost tastes like meat and get just as much satisfaction. A plant-based diet, better for you, the community, the environment, and for your insides. And this guy has been so withheld. He's been so withdrawn from his meat-eating tendencies that in a road rage incident, the first thing he tried to eat was a piece of meat right off the front of another man's nose. Take a look here. We want to get to the other Beyond Meat headline, and this is certainly not one every day. And I know people have been having fun with it, but the reality is, uh, the reality is it's somebody got hurt. Right? So it's, you don't want to make too light of it. The COO of Beyond Meat, 30-year Tyson food executive, apparently got into a, an altercation driving home from a college football game. I guess there was not only punches thrown, but apparently he he bit the guy's nose. That's right, Brian. COO of Beyond Meat, Doug Ramsey, was arrested over the weekend for allegedly biting a man's nose after an altercation following a college football game in Arkansas. He was charged with terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. The Washington County, Arkansas information page says that he was booked Saturday night and released on Sunday. Beyond Meat did not respond to multiple requests for comment from CBC, nor is Ramsey. He did join the plant-based meat company in December, coming there, as you mentioned, from three decades at Tyson Foods. He oversaw poultry and its McDonald's businesses. Ethan Brown touted his experience with those brands as the company was set to lean further into chicken and those partnerships I mentioned with Yum Brands and McDonald's, as well as its Planet partnership with Pepsi. The stock, as we said, is down over 70% this year and about the same amount since Ramsey came on board in December. So quite a story there, and we'll wait to hear uh, any response from the company. I know, and we got to remember, somebody got hurt. Somebody mm-hmm. got bit and punched, apparently. Kate Rogers, thank you. After that, he went to Arby's. We have the meats. The man couldn't take it anymore. He was nobbing on that nostril going, this is soy delicious. You can't be eating Beyond Meat all day, every day. You're going to take it out on your neighbor. Just remember that. That's a guy who knows what he wants to eat. How about uh, think about different fast food products? You know, next he's going to want to eat five guys. See how I did that? Should you be eating that? Sounds to me like a quiz nose. He knows what he wants to eat. Thank you. We're doing fine. He's uh, Maybe he's preparing for more fights. He's on the 
Mike Tyson diet. Jones Laura comes in hot. The Booger King. Very good one. Very good one. See, the fans can workshop jokes together. And that's what it's all about. Thank you for joining me on The Right Show. Now, we always end with something fun, something light. My TikTok channel is growing. YouTube started their own version of TikToks called Shorts. And then Instagram started their own version of TikTok called Reels. This way, everyone can kind of go ahead and consume short form content in under a minute. And so I started posting on there. And now I'm going viral. This one was released this week. If you missed it, be sure to go on my YouTube and click share because we want to get this up to like 100,000, 200,000 views. And this is one of the true stories of the way my dad says, thanks God. And in Iran, I was third in my class. Thanks God, I graduated third. And this is one of my favorite jokes. Everyone loves it all around the world. I've had people from Brazil going, my dad says like that too. You know, people in Spain and Mexico and India. So this is a very relatable joke. I had no idea until I wrote the joke that other people could identify with it also. My name is Kayvon. That's my real name. My dad is from the Middle East. His name is Iraj. <laughs> They're funny without even knowing it. My dad's name is Iraj. He has a brother named Turaj. I'm like, what? <laughs> if they would have had more boys, three Raj, four Raj, five Raj, six. And my dad has a thick accent. He's always like, thanks God you're here. Thanks God you're laughing. Thanks God. And I'm like, dad, don't take the H out of thanks. He turned it into tanks. It's so weird. When he takes the H out of words, it's always at the worst time. One time I was playing video games at home with my friends. My dad came in the room, turned off the Nintendo and lectured us. He's like, in Iran, I studied hard. I did not play video. I work hard. I graduated third in my class. I'm like, did he just turn third into turd? What? My friends are laughing. You were turd? Yes, I was turd. It wasn't easy to be turd. I had to push and push and earn that turd all by myself. Thank you for joining me on yet another episode of The Right Show. This is episode 82. We got the new background last week, Las Vegas. In case you're wondering, that is not the Seattle Space Needle. And I hope you'll join me with Super Chats. Throwing a tip in the bucket, here's how you do it. GoFundMe.com slash Comedy. Super Chats are for YouTubers. Stars are for Facebookers. And you can always go on Venmo or Cash App, which is listed right there. Join my newsletter. It's very simple. You go to k-voncomedy.com slash contact. And you scroll up to the part that says newsletter. Don't send me an email. Send me a newsletter. If you want to send me an email, though, you can do that right there and say, hey, come to my birthday party, my wedding, my funeral, my anniversary. We're going to have a get rid of Joe Biden party. Whatever you want to have, I do MC events for charities, nonprofits, and corporations all the time. And the Christmas holiday is coming up. Why not have comedy at your Christmas party? There's only like 12 days left. The rest of the calendar is booked till the new year. Visit your local podcast subscriber. Give us five stars and let your friends know about The Right Show. We're going to meet next week right around the same place, right around the same time. Peace.